Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. I am Greg Littmer, one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ, and today I want to talk to you about the sad fact that it is oftentimes a lonely world in which we live. To begin, I want to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 8 through 12. Again, that's Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 8 through 12. Solomon wrote these words, There is one alone, and there is not a second. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother, yet there is no end of all his labor. Neither is his eye satisfied with riches, neither saith he, For whom do I labor, and bereave my soul of good? This is also vanity, yea, it is a sore travail. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. When Solomon wrote these words, he was acknowledging a need that every person has, and that is the need to be in a relationship with someone. I don't mean necessarily a romantic relationship, but just the idea that man is a social being. Solomon was rich, wise, and had taken every opportunity to experience earthly pleasure, but he knew that loneliness was among the worst of human experiences. It is sad, but it is true that in many ways we live in a cold, lonely world. Doors must be locked to keep out those who would injure and steal. A lot of people are almost imprisoned by fear, afraid to go out at night or afraid to be alone. Others have experienced deep losses such as divorce or abandonment by a loved one. In all these situations, our modern world reinforces the loneliness that all face. From death to a job loss to crime, we can find ourselves forced into ever smaller realms in which we know fewer and fewer people and interact with fewer and fewer people. In loneliness, we face an empty life and uncertain future. Where does loneliness come from and how can it be changed? People are lonely when they place their emphasis upon material things. This society in which we live has sold people a bill of goods. It tells us that we will feel better if we have enough. If we have enough money, we'll feel secure. If we have the latest car or the biggest house, well, then we'll be satisfied. With all of the advertisements pointed in that direction, the majority of Americans seem to have bought into the idea that happiness is to be gained by having enough stuff. Sadly, so many people who succeed in having money and an abundance of things find themselves lonely. One who comes to mind is the prodigal son from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 15. You remember the story. 
It says, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. I believe the prodigal son learned that someone with money and the willingness to spend it will have a lot of friends more than willing to engage in the riotous living with them. But once the money is gone, so are the friends. How many times do we hear wealthy celebrities bemoaning the fact that they often can't tell if people want to be their friends because they like them or want to be their friends because they like their money and their prestige? A person can be surrounded by a lot of people and still be lonely. Having a lot of wealth doesn't mean we will be happy. It doesn't mean our kids will turn out well. It doesn't mean we will have a strong marriage. Because contentment lies in God, not in things. Paul had some things to say that need to be considered in this connection. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10, he wrote these words, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The Holy Spirit, through Paul, was telling us the dangers of placing all of our emphasis upon money and things. Not only is the soul lost to God, but the individual experiences many sorrows. Think about it. How many fathers have pursued their careers vigorously and successfully only to lose their families through neglect? How many mothers have worked to have more and more and more and to enjoy the good life only to lose their children? How many marriages have been destroyed because of arguments over how to spend what little was left in the checkbook and credit cards all run up to the limit? Surely the love of money, the pursuit of material wealth as an end in itself, isolates people and causes loneliness. And let me say also that people who live in sin are lonely. At the root of sin, when you think about it, is selfishness. Eve was tempted by the desire to be like God in Genesis 3.6. Man is tempted when, he drawn, when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Sin results in separation, isolation from God, and often from our fellow man. Nevertheless, our world today continues to send the message that having fun by living in sin will make us happy. So many buy into the silly cycle of bars and clubs, drinking and dancing and satisfying physical desire and when all is said and done they still feel lonely they're still alone real happiness lies in being close to God and close to others not in pursuing selfish pleasures I think of Moses and the statement made concerning him in Hebrews 11 24 and 25 by faith Moses when he was come to years 
refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Moses chose God's people over sin. He chose people, relationships that meant something, and the righteousness over sin. Putting others ahead of ourselves can defeat loneliness. Selfishness brings about sin and creates loneliness and isolation even in a crowd. Selfishness or selflessness brings intimacy and closeness. Surely you can see the difference. I'll have more to say about this in the next episode.